0: <laughs> What's going down? It's a Sunday. You know it's a fun day. His ghetto point of view. Bring you the news, views, previews, and reviews. With just a twist of his ghetto point of view. Ooh. Ooh. His ghetto point of view. Ooh. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. What's going down, gang? Hope everybody feeling good and you guys had a great week. A lot of madness going on in the world. You got people hating. People hating. Wall Street hating. Wall Street hating. What you what can you do when Wall Street hating? Like, what can you do when Wall Street hating? Like anybody who's anybody, anybody who's been paying attention at all this week, you guys saw the situation going down with uh Wall Street and uh attacking the people on the Reddit room wall street bets and um you know you got all these hedge funds trying to short the stock for those that are, are not familiar with it and don't let me come across like i'm some type of financial super genius i'm not you know i i do know a little bit i do dabble in the stocks um and i'm learning i'm learning and i'm growing and i'm progressing and the more stuff i learn and grow it and and get my hands on you know i'm gonna always bring that here to the people because you know that's what we do here His has got a point of view but, um, so you got these people shorting the stock and pretty much the long and short of that is, is like, let's say you buy a stock. Let's say you really like Nike, right? And the Nike share is a hundred dollars. And let's say you buy the stock at a hundred dollars. Let's say Nike's not having such a good year and the stock goes down. I'm your broker, right? So you bought the stock at a hundred dollars. I borrow that $100 from you by reselling your share, invest that money into other stuff, and then when Nike goes down under 100 to let's say 20 or 30 bucks, as I'm projecting, I can purchase the share back at that $20-30 price, and now that's $70 and whatever else whatever extra money I made reinvesting the money I sold you originally high-priced stock for is now all extra fluff and money for my pocket that's called shorting a stock and these companies do it all the time like they borrow against the people whose money they're supposed to be investing all the time and they quite often can lose people's money playing these games and nobody cares when the little guy the what they call the retail investor the person you know who's just investing for themselves or for their family when that person gets wiped out or, or hurt in the market nobody really makes too much of an issue of it but when some of these larger corporate investors uh these hedge fund operators these hedge fund managers these these larger groups these these Societal investors, and I'll leave it at that. These old boys' club investors. And that doesn't always mean a male, because as you saw, uh Treasury, the new head of the treasury, Janet Yellen, uh Biden's head of the treasury, allegedly got around eight hundred thousand dollars uh from a hedge fund that she's a part of with the whole situation with GameStop. So You know, there's girls in the old boys club, too. Never forget it. They're all women in the old boys club, too. Don't let them, don't let the name fool you. It's just anybody who get down with the get down. And uh, so they got this money. They tried to short the stock. These people saw that they were going to short the stock and push the stock up, bought a bunch of shares of the stock and held those shares. And. It's like a pretty much a game of um who can do with the who can do with the biggest, and because they created such a wave of momentum in buying these shares all at the same time and holding a lot of the quote unquote retail investors, people from like these uh, reddit groups that they swear um buy and you know there there's definitely some inside investors playing on both sides of this field. Don't let these people lie to you there definitely was. Inside investors playing on both sides of the field and, you know, being a part of that, those online communities, you know, helping, you know, nudge things in particular directions. I wholeheartedly believe that. But anyway, when enough people are buying, when you're trying to sell, they can force the stock price up, which makes you have to cover your short, meaning you try to push the stock price down so you can get it cheaper and now everybody has to buy the stock back that they tried to sell off at a cheap price. Now the price of the stock is like eight, three hundred, four hundred 300 $400. And you tried and you had the stock at $50. And you sold people shares at $50 or $40. And now you owe these people shares of a stock. Now, you owe these people shares of a stock. You hedge funds. You financial money managers. You owe these people stocks. And then you got people like the uh, the owner of places like Webull and Robin Hood. You know, the owner of Robin Hood coming out talking about, you know, we had to... Stop the stock because of the volatility and You know we have to be accountable For how much money And you know so people are thinking Did they have liquidity issues Meaning do they actually have the money They say they have at Robinhood? Like if everybody asks for their money At the same time at Robin Hood Could they get it A lot of times what people fear about Some of the banks and some of the Older inst- financial institutions Is that They are known to fluff the numbers. So, you know, there's fear that if everybody went back for their money at the same time, it may not all be there. You know, these people like to party. Anybody who's seen any of the movies about finding people who work for financial institutions or people who work on Wall Street or people who work at different, you know, investment firms, etc., you seen those movies. Those people like to party. And they believe they party ain't cheap, ain't free, ain't cost effective. And yeah, they like to have a good time above all else. So when they get the party and all the party has been had, and it's usually at the expense of the people whose money they were tasked with holding on for their life. Hodling is what we, you know, call that in the markets. Hold on for their life. H O D O. Hodl. Right? So they've been tasked with keeping this money safe. But they can be very, very often, quite often, they can be found doing the exact opposite of that. And, uh, They're going to be held to task for that, man. This is not going to end well. Um, you know, there are already some class action suits against Robin Hood. There were, uh, you know, people like, people may lose faith in companies like Webull. Um Yeah, I mean, I personally use Weibo. I like it a lot. But I do I do see that there are some restrictions in these stocks that you can invest in. So, uh, you know, I've also had to look into some other trading platforms as well, which is unfortunate because, you know, I would have liked to continue to use Webull for a lot of my investing needs because I like the charts and the readouts and the the, anal- the analysis and the interaction from the community itself on there. So I may continue to use the platform, but I'm not sure how much I actually invest with the platform. Which is unfortunate, you know? Very unfortunate. Um, Sucks, man. It's like, they, you know, they, they make these statements about, you know, people should be very financially savvy. The reason you have the haves and the have nots is because certain people make smart financial choices. And while there definitely is some truth to that, you know, it also seems like a bit of the game is being rigged in the favor of some. And not to equally serve anybody who can, who learns how to, who learns the, the, the sport or the science. You know what I'm saying? It used to be a thing that it was was honor amongst thieves, honor you know, honor amongst fighters, whatever. Like if I get you, I get you. You know, good sportsmanship says that you'll just take your lumps this round, and you know you'll come back next time even better and stronger and ready to get to it. But now there's there's no honor amongst athletes. There's no good sportsmanship. There's no honor amongst thieves. There's no honor amongst gangsters. There's no gangst There's no gentlemanly rules being played in a lot of different arenas and that's rough and ridiculous and it's it's creating this savage environment where it's just killer be killed, hunter be hunted and nothing can survive eating away at itself if there's no rules to how people engage eventually it'll all come falling down, crumbling down and it'll get really bad really fast Just something to think about. And then you see dudes like Elon Musk. He changed he's definitely been pumping the cryptos a lot lately. He's been definitely pumping Dogecoin and Dogecoin and Dogecoin, Dogecoin. Dogecoin, which however you pronounce it, the coin that some people say just started as a joke or as a meme. Really picked up traction along with a lot of other cryptocurrencies. And uh he changed his picture on Twitter to Bitcoin and you know he's been hashtagging Bitcoin. So he's been having a lot of influence on the stocks and on the crypto market. And he's gonna influence a lot of people to transition over to the crypto market. Which is a good and a bad thing because again it's all gonna be transparent. So yes, people won't be able to do shady stuff like that's being like that's happening now in the Wall Street markets. But again we're gonna be giving up a lot of our privacy and our anonymity, and our you know, just our safe, our our personal personal space for these securities. So, the more secure they make things, the less privacy we'll have. The more transparent everything in life will have to be. Take the good and the bad out of that as you want. There's definitely some good there. There's definitely some you know will definitely be more transparency. Everybody can be held to account unless they write stuff into the code that says otherwise, but everybody can be held to more of an account. And because all of the computers across several networks create like this worldwide mainframe, so to speak, or this worldwide peer-to-peer network of checks and balances, Everybody, where everybody checks everybody's work, no matter if you're the huge, big, mining house and a mining house or a mining farm is just a collection of computers all working together with very strong processors to pump out answers to cryptocurrency questions and uh because uh for those that aren't aware it's like these math problems that you have to solve these very complex math problems you have to solve in bitcoin to process transactions and that's called data mining and the whatever computer or computer house or computer farm that gets it first is the ones that get awarded. And uh, there have been splits in Bitcoin where you see like Bitcoin or Bitcoin Cash, uh, those forks have happened at times where there have been uh, multiple answers, multiple solvers of the equation simultaneously or times when uh, multiple trends. There's been a simultaneous post of the same transaction. Very rare do these things happen as they can be resolved within the program itself. But, you know, you do see the Bitcoin and the Bitcoin cash. And a few other Bitcoin derivative forks out there uh, splits off of the original Bitcoin. So, you know, just good things to know about. I'm learning, guys. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to get into it. I'm trying to. I'm trying to understand the space better, because that's where we going. Whether it's in this variation of it or not. Whether they are called Bitcoin or Ethereum, or it's Dogecoin, or you know Facebook has its own coin coming on, um, or if it's you know some other these other coins like the light coins and the zeros and the, the sushis and the, all these other crazy coins um, that work on all these different exchanges uh, or these 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 money networks so to speak um, it's coming it's coming and uh, we will have a society in which these different payment methods are how people will survive and get paid and thrive and move forward it's so you know the sooner you understand that type of society and you know how that works uh, understanding wallets and keys and ownership of keys, ownership of wallets, the security, the systems, the better off you'll be, you know, because uh, there will definitely be levels to it. Like, you know, how people can, some people can just use the regular Internet and some people can access the Internet in different deep ways. and Some people could just use a computer while some people could build computers and customize computers. And, you know, there's different levels of different understanding. The, more, the, the deeper you can get into it, guys, the more of an advantage you'll have, as with anything in life. You know, as with anything, I'm like, you don't got to be Elon Musk. You ain't got to be, you know what I'm saying, Albert Einstein. You ain't got to be Katherine Johnson. But, you know, you should at least know something. Got to know something. Don't want to be out here knowing nothing. And, you know, it's really going to help you. It's going to help your children. It's going to help you succeed as things go forward and transition over into this new type of economy. That we're going to be popped into within the next five years, man. Y'all going to look up and be like, damn. We are not in Kansas no more. For real. For real, for real, for real. Um, yeah, that's, that's really all I got to say about that. But uh, I'm going to take a quick break. We're going to jump into the next story. We'll be right back. This is His Ghetto Point of View. Bringing you the news, views, previews, and reviews. With just a twist of his ghetto point of view. Oh. Oh, oh. Yeah, we'll be back. Please. Yeah, we back, gang. We back, gang, we back, gang. So uh Whoopi Goldberg caught a lot of heat this week. Uh, and I had to apologize after wearing a uh, Prince Hall Masonic sweater uh, on a episode of The View recently, and um, you know it, sto- it it actually stored quite a started quite a stir. For those that don't know, uh, you know the Masons are a uh, fraternity brotherly order that also does invite some some women in as well, but they also have a female counterpart. Uh, Known as the Eastern Stars. And um, Whoopi had a sweater that she said she got just at a. uh, Some type of. uh, She bought it some type of secondhand spot. And um, that, you know, she didn't. She didn't realize that it would be so offensive to people. She didn't know the connotation of it. And uh, she didn't mean to offend. But like, let's. I love Whoopi. I'm a big fan of Whoopi's work. I think Whoopi Goldberg is one of the most talented, most brilliant actresses of all time. And I think because of the colorism that we have in our society, Whoopi Goldberg has been held back from her true place as arguably probably one of the top three or four greatest actors, actresses in any form, Broadway, seen, uh, cinema, you know, moving, moving images, TV, whatever, whatever you put her on, she is it, you know what I'm saying, she just has that aura around her, she's just that electric, she, she has been through the fire, and just keeps coming back, and every role she's in, it doesn't seem like Whoopi Goldberg is in the role, it just seems like, she, the, it's the character, she's really good, she's... I've never seen a bad Whoopi Goldberg movie. And there are movies of Whoopi Goldberg that I don't like. Like, I don't like. I'm going to catch a lot of hell for this. But I'm going to just keep it stacked. I don't like the color purple. I don't like it. I feel like And I'm tired of slave movies. I'm tired of movies. painting us in this bad light of being able. Not being able to get from up under all this massive oppression. And the men oppressed. Is being on this woman and oppressing this woman and all of that. Yes, that goes on. Yes, that is bad. Yes, that is tragic. But we have so much more history than that. We have so many more stories to tell than that. And it's very unfortunate that those are the only stories that get told over and over and over. And you gotta ask yourself at some point, is life imitating art or is art imitating life? Or is it a combination of the two? Because if men and women is only seeing each other interact like that, How else do they learn to interact but that way towards one another? So it's a question of is art imitating life or is life imitating art? And it's people just seeing themselves act so negatively toward one another on screen all the time that that's all the hell they know. Just some thoughts I'm throwing out there, man, because I think that that's very important. I don't think we take the images that we see. And to play enough, yes, there's self accountability and there's thing is self control and being accountable for your own actions, but there's also being fed a constant image to your subconscious, to your psyche, to your mind, and having to deal with that and having to break away from that as well. So jumping into this article from OK Magazine, I will never wear it again. Whoopi Goldberg apologizes for wearing a Prince Hall Masonic. Sweater on The View. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg has apologized to fans after sporting a Prince Hall Masonic sweater on on the Tuesday, January 26th episode of The View. During Wednesday's live taping, the 65-year-old addressed the outrage she caused on social media saying, Before we get into the show, let me apologize. Yesterday, I wore a sweater that apparently upset a lot of people, and that was not my intention. I simply bought a sweater from the internet, and I will never wear it again. And that is all I can say. I still don't know what the connotations are (laughs) or why people are upset, but I am not going to wear it again, okay? That's that. I don't, first of all, Whoopi Goldberg is entirely too intelligent to play. Like, she don't know what the Masons are. Like, she's never heard of the Masons. She's never heard of the Prince Hall Masons. Let's not do this, Whoopi. Let's not do this, okay? Okay? And the fact that you're, downplaying it like you never heard of it, like you don't know what it is, that only makes it worse because it says that you are somebody who thinks that your audience is so ignorant, so retarded, so stupid that they A, don't believe that you and your intelligence and and in the role you play have never heard of such a thing and B, that we're so stupid that we would believe you've never heard of such a thing or that we don't know enough about you or what you do to think that you would know about it. There's just there's just so many layers to that onion that I don't even want to peel back. I just want to just be like, damn, what be, that's how you doing? That's how you treating people these days? Jeez. But anyway, the article continues. Viewers of the Emmy-winning talk show were quick to voice their opinions on Twitter last night, claiming that Goldberg was being insensitive for wearing a sweater that resembled the Freemasons' attire. One person shared their anger in a tweet, writing, No disrespect or anything, but if you are not a Mason or of the Masonic Order, you cannot... Wear that jacket, it's disrespect to the Lodge. Me, as a Order of the Eastern, I can't even wear it, and I'm part of the Lodge. No shade, just being disrespectful. Another chimed in, why is Weary Whoopi wearing a Prince Holman Sonic sweater on The View? So disrespectful. She should do some research before she just put anything on. and comes on national television. But, like, we I can't believe I'm not even about to sit here and allow this article to play. Like, Whoopi Goldberg has no idea what the hell that is. Let's stop the nonsense. She clearly knows what the hell a Prince Hall Mason is. She knows what a Mason is. She knows what a Scottish Rite Mason is. She knows what all that shit is. She knows what all that shit is. And I'm tired of people playing like these people are dumb. These people are stupid. These people did not get into Hollywood being dumb or being stupid or not being able to learn anything. The minimum you had to be able to do back then is be able to read the damn script. So let's cut it out. Let's cut it out. Let's cut it out. Let's stop acting like these people are dumb and these people are stupid and these people have these long, amazing careers where they make hundreds of millions of dollars and they dabble in all different types of side businesses and different hustles where they get the license, they name, they brand, and they they image for all type of rights to different type of movies, voiceover acting, and this and that. Like, Let's cut it the hell out, man. Let's cut it out. We're not playing these... Like I'm tired of mainstream media always giving, making people seem so dumb and so ignorant. That's why y'all rock with us. That's why, that's why shows like mine is popping off. That's why shows like, you know, Urban X is popping off. That's why shows like, you know, L O V Studios is popping off because people are tired. People are tired. Black Magic Three Six Three is popping off. People are tired. You know what I mean? People are tired. N T D. People are tired. One American News. People are tired. People are tired. People are tired. Young Pharaoh, people are tired. People are tired. It makes no sense. How are you allowed to continue to do this? Oh Man, but I... The article continues, man. Other viewers said they felt proud that Goldberg wore the sweater and thanked him for for promoting the Prince Hall affiliation Masons on national television. Thank you for honoring the Prince Hall affiliation Masons on TV on today on the viewer fan tweeted as a Prince Hall PHA Mason Prince Hall affiliate Mason I appreciate the exposure you have given the organization on your platform there are a few stories I for one could care less you were not disrespectful her comments on this morning show clearly indicate that she had no knowledge of the supposed symbolic implications of a splatter. So, you know, some people are saying thank you. Some people are saying she was disrespectful and wearing something. If she claimed that she's not a part of it or she's not down with it. But we'd be, we we, be I think we would be a little silly and remiss. To, I'd be a little remiss in my duty if I let this game go on and let her act like she don't know what the hell is the vibes with that. Like, let's stop it. Cut it out. So, let's talk about Chad Wheeler, gang. Those that don't know, NFL offensive lineman, Chad Wheeler, recently was released from the Seattle Seahawks for his violent assault. Allegedly. His alleged violent assault. The man hasn't been convicted of the crime yet? Of his girlfriend Aleah. Or oh, Leah, I I apologize if I'm mispronouncing the name Aaliyah or Aaliyah. I, I do apologize to her and her family for everything she's going through. And if I'm I'm butchering the name right now, I truly do apologize. But uh, what's crazy is you got. This dude who who allegedly wanted this young lady to bow to him. Though there are reports out there that it was more than just bowing. That he was asking for. Um, but it would have required being on the knees. If you know what I'm saying. If you know what I'm saying. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Um... And you know, when it was just not a good time for being on the knees for somebody and and worshiping them on your knees, Uh, Chad allegedly was so violent toward this young lady that he made her pass out allegedly multiple times from strangulation, punches, kicks, Allegedly, her arm was wrenched was to the point that it may have been possibly dislocated or broken. Nose may have been possibly broken as well. Child was, young lady was allegedly beaten around the apartment. Somehow made her way into the bathroom, was able to lock the door and Alert the police in a very, very harrowing 911 call that she was being murdered. Quote, quote unquote, I am being murdered. Please help. I am being murdered. Please help me. I am being murdered. What the? F- I mean, you know, this has been going on for entirely too long. Men like Chad Wheeler, I bet you Chad's great grandfather owned slaves. Like, let's just let's just put it on the goddamn table. Let's just put it on the goddamn table. I bet allegedly, I bet they owned a goddamn wheel making plantation. Goddamn it, the Wheelers—they made wooden wheels and had slave labor doing it. Now I'm not saying they may not have also had white indentured servants. May have also had that. It's very possible. I'm not saying all of his servants and slaves were of one race, but. What I am saying is, don't look too good. Don't look too good at all. So anyway, Chad Wheeler beat this woman into uh, into her life. And allegedly, when Aaliyah came to reports, or allegedly, and when she came to, this man was just slipping a Slurpee or eating a burger and Slurpee, like some Shake Check type vibes or whatever, or whatever they got out there. Um that's similar and said quote unquote allegedly I thought you were dead. Oh you're alive? Oh you're alive? I thought you were dead. Gang what the fish sticks? What? The fish sticks. (laughs) What the fuck is this, man? I'm sorry, gang. I'm trying not to curse. But. This is crazy. This is absolutely insane. And. The mainstream media is barely even talking about the story. Barely even talking about the story. But when Ray Rice assaulted a woman, it was all over the news when Michael Vick owned a house where dogs was for that while he wasn't even there. It never feels a man took a knee named Colin Kaepernick to take a stand against police brutality and systemic oppression, asked a military personnel what would be a respectful way to address the issue, and they told him kneeling would be respectful. The media and everybody in the whole world saved maybe 15% of the entire population that gave a damn anyway, turned their back on Colin Kaepernick, said he was being disrespectful to veterans, disrespectful to the police, never talked about the fact that it was, in fact, a military veteran or a group of veterans who encouraged him to bow, kneel, and that told him that would be perfectly fine. No, he was crushed and destroyed, and made to look like he was public enemy number one, and he was a terrorist, and he was terroristically threatening the entire country's safety. This man who was finishing school while at the same time playing in the NFL and was by all reports a scholarly student still while in the NFL and not taking BS classes really academically involved, hitting the books hard, doing what he needed to do to succeed both on and off the field. So, you have a man who didn't even who wasn't even violently involved in anything, yeah, there is rumors of all types of things that Colin was doing before that. we're not even going to get into that you know alleged madness but um it's crazy when you compare that to this man. Beat a woman within an inch of her life, allegedly. Though he has apologized for it publicly on Twitter, and said that he needs to get the help he needs, he's stepping away from football, and that you know she needs to get to recover and recoup, and that's the most important things, and all that's happening now. And that everybody turned it into the ones who did cover it. 9 out of 10 tried to turn it into this thing where he just didn't take his medication. (laughs) At 97, when they covered it, talked about how he didn't take his medication. The Breakfast Club, Charlemagne, DJ Envy, People who, when they covered Russell Simmons, were not as kind and polite, didn't talk about need for medication. And People who, when they covered R. Kelly, didn't talk about how he might have been abused when he was a child. That, none of those things were, were acceptable excuses. But when it comes to Chad Wheeler, oh, he wasn't taking his medication. Oh, he wasn't taking... His medication, so you know, he was having an episode. He was having an episode. You know, so he should get some mental health services. He should He, he, he should be in jail. but well, Hopefully, while he's in jail, he should get some mental health services. You know what? If the man really does have a mental health issue, I hope he does get some mental health services. Tons of people need mental health services and I hope they do get them if they really truly need them. But so many people with mental health services do not have the green light to go around doing that to another human being. And it seems like a clear case of the haves and the have nots. Where those who have permission to destroy and assault a black woman are allowed to with impunity and no one says anything about it. Tiger Woods was assaulted. And the story was how he was a horrible husband. Yes, he cheated on his wife several times. Yes, you know, you could argue he probably deserved to get his ass, whatever. Whatever. But the story was that he was all, not that this woman, it wasn't how, oh my gosh, this woman is assaulting him viciously. It was He was, his indiscretions against this beautiful white woman. Ray Rice, when he beat his wife up, it was, oh my God, look, he beat his wife up. Solange. Beating on Jay-Z in the elevator has got more attention than Chad Wheeler trying to kill this young lady. Come on, gang, talk to me. Tell me tell me I'm bugging. Tell me something's wrong. Tell me, tell me I don't know what I'm talking about point of View at gmail.com. point of View at gmail.com. And hit me up. HGPOV Show on IG. point of View on IG. Hit me up, man. Just let me know I'm bugging. Let me know I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. Tell me, gang, this this doesn't make sense to me. Where's the coverage? Where's the outrage? This man, this is an NFL player. Yes, he's not a superstar player, but that, should that matter? Was Ray Rice a household name? Come on, come on, this is is really ridiculous. Players have gotten more attention for shooting themselves than this man is getting for almost killing a young black woman. His is according to the Fumble "Quote unquote," report his living girlfriend for a, quite a long time, according to the reporters at the Fumble. Shout out to them. <sighs> oh, man, this is this is absolutely crazy. I mean, I see a bit of a disparity in how this is being reported, gang. Let's 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 look at how CNN reports this. CNN.com Offensive lineman Chad Wheeler faces charges of felony domestic violence waived by Seattle Seahawks. Now former Seattle Seahawks player Chad Wheeler was arrested, was arrested Friday on suspicion of felony domestic violence after an incident out of residence in the Seattle suburb police and court Records say what no one's talking about is that this is not his first incident. This man has been arrested several times already. And one of those arrests included an incident at USC where the police had to come and put him down with rubber bullets because he was allegedly, allegedly, allegedly holding a 20 year old woman and her seven month old son hostage. And police had to come put him down with rubber bullets. But, you know, he was a star at USC, so, you know, his friends at USC will come on Twitter and say that wasn't the man he was at USC, knowing they're damn well lying. And reports that were on, you know, newspapers like The Sun and the LA Times had are now magically being deleted and erased from the internet. But that's okay. It'll come back up. Allegedly. The incident began around 9.44 p.m. Pacific time in Kent, Washington, according to the Kent Police. The article says, according to court documents, prosecutors said Wheeler Wheeler viciously attacked the victim in her bedroom, strangling her at times with both hands. Wheeler is accused of strangling the victim twice until she lost consciousness. The victim texts friends, her family, and Wheeler's father to call 911. According to the King County Prosecuting's Attorney's Office and police officers who arrived forced and ent- who arrived forced entry after hearing her screaming inside. An officer attempted to use a taser to subdue Wheeler with little effect. Because this dude beyond one. So was he off his medication or on some other meds? allegedly Wheeler faces charges of first degree domestic violence assault domestic violence of unlawful imprisonment and resisting arrest this guy has a this guy really likes imprisoning women this is, this is interesting he will enter a plea at his arraignment scheduled for february 9th wheeler a third year offensive lineman wrote on twitter that events happened over the weekend that transpired from a manic episode what yo bro You don't get the Wheeler appeared in court on Monday where his bail was set at four hundred bands and of course he got that so of course this is just a walk in the park. According to court documents, documents say Wheeler, Wheeler's father addressed the court, though the minutes of the hearing do not indicate what he said. Wheeler was released on bail Tuesday morning. Jail records show He's prohibited from having contact with the woman, according to court records. Wheeler's lawyers, Diego Vargas and John Scott Fox, told CNN in an email they are looking into the incident and cannot comment until we have completed our investigation. Interesting that whatever his father said is not indicated in the reports uh, of the hearing, but I'll leave that alone. As the allegations involve domestic violence and Wheeler's partner has not spoken publicly about the incident, CNN is not naming her at this time. Wheeler tweeted, he is deeply sorry for the pain that he, for the pain and suffering that I have caused to his partner. The most important thing right now is that she gets the care she needs and I get help. She being Alea, both are happening. Wheeler has apologized, also apologized for the turmoil that he I have calls to my teammate, my family, my teammates, and fans, and those closest to me. He said he is truly ashamed. It is time for me to walk away from football and get the help that I need to never again pose a threat to another. The Seattle Seahawks released a statement saying they are saddened by the details emerging against Wheeler and strongly condemn this act of domestic violence. Our thoughts and support are with the victim, the team added. Seahawks said that, in the statement that Wheeler is a free agent and no longer with the team, the NFL listed Wheeler on its waiver wire Wednesday. A spokesman for the league told CNN they are aware of the matter, will be, which will be reviewed under the personal conduct policy. Wheeler was undrafted out of the University of South Carolina, Southern California because of the incident, because he was a stud there. He couldn't get drafted because of all the problems he was having already and played for the New York Giants from 2017 to 2019, starting 19 of 27 games. This was not a slouch player in any sense of the word. In the 2020 season, he played in five games for the Seahawks. In the 2020 season, I rather... This is a mess. This is an absolute mess. Absolute, absolute mess. Let's see the reporting... The Atlanta Black Star. I mean, I am truly ashamed. Ex-Seahawks player Chad Wheeler Blaine's mental illness apologizes after allegedly strangling girlfriend until she passed out. Then, then... Wheeler, 27, I'm going to just read certain blurbs from the article gang. I'm not going to go all through it, but you can check out the Atlanta Black Star. Great, great newspaper. They have a lot of dope, very interesting articles and videos, you know, from a uh, more uh, black censored perspective. Uh, Wheeler, 27, is accused of choking his girlfriend until she lost consciousness. According to a report, Wheeler then allegedly expressed shock that she survived the ordeal. Police responded to a 911 call on Friday from a woman who was locked in the bathroom in a suburban Seattle residence and claimed she was being killed, quote-unquote. The woman said that she ran into the bathroom to get away from Wheeler after he threw her onto the bed and choked her until she lost consciousness, the Seattle Times reported. Wheeler allegedly used one hand to cover the woman's nose and mouth to stop her from breathing until while continuing to choke her with his other hand. Police say that the, when, after the woman woke up, Wheeler said, Wow, you're alive? As he stood beside the bed. When police arrived, Wheeler was standing beside the woman in the bathroom because he had picked the lock on the door to enter. Wheeler was jailed Monday and held on $400,000 bond in order not to contact the victim and surrender any weapons. He was released Tuesday morning after posting bail. A charging decision is expected to be made by the King County Prosecutor's Office late Wednesday. Like, this is crazy that you get to then leave out of jail and after all of that. Like, and they're going to de- make a decision. Whether they're going to charge you by next month. You get to just be out of jail and free. Out and free, <laughs> no family. I mean, come on, this would not be if if he was not who he was. Like, so we we play like we live in a society of fairness, but this is clearly a, an example of someone who can make the court push back on deciding on a such a clear and obvious issue. That has been a clear and obvious issue allegedly for quite a long time. While people who do far less are ostracized, removed from the league, thrown in jail, locked up forever. Insane. 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 The Seahawks are saddened by the details emerging against Chad Wheeler and strongly condemn this act of domestic violence. They are sad. Aw. Y'all sad. That woman is damn near dead. And y'all, y'all sad. The team said in a statement, our thoughts and support with the victim. Chad is a free agent and no longer with the team. Wheeler, who stands six foot seven and weighs 310 pounds, said in a statement of tweets Wednesday that the violent attack was related to his mental health issues. Events happened over the weekend that transpired from a manic episode. I am deeply sorry for the pain and suffering that I have caused to Alea. And her family. (laughs) I apologize profusely for the turmoil that I have caused. To my family, teammates, fans and those closest to me. On social media photos of a bloodied and battered black woman purported to be the victim circulated widely. Images of text messages allegedly sent by the woman detailed Willie's behavior during the attack also spread online. He thought I was dead on my bed and continued to eat dinner. The message read. When I ran into the bathroom, he said, why are you still alive while sipping on a smoothie? Users reacted to the incident condemning Wheeler's actions. What Chad Wheeler did is horrific, one person wrote. The most disrespected person in America, is the black woman, another wrote. The most unprotected person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. Malcolm X, 1962. Crazy. This is... And then Jamil Hill, who had to be literally forced to even talk about the situation post, I'm not going to repost the pictures of the Chad Wheeler's victim, but if this horrible situation isn't seen in the context of a hate crime, journalists are being irresponsible. I'm also wondering why this isn't considered attempted murder, because it definitely is attempted murder. Um, But, you know, it's just very unfortunate that uh, she had to be pushed several days to even talk about the situation but uh you know you know things are the way they are for when it comes to you know many unfortunate situations such as the ray rice jamel hill has been quick to talk about the toxicity in the black community um I just would like it to be a little more fair and balanced with the reporting. This is a horrific story. Um, the mainstream media really needs to be talking about this more. This man literally tried to kill this woman with his bare hands. It's absolutely disgusting that he's being pretty much allowed to walk around as a free man until Wednesday. Walk around as a free man until Wednesday where they figure out if they're going to think about Charging this dude. They're going to have a powwow over. us over, you know, chicken and biscuits. Absolutely disgusting. This makes, this is crazy. Stuff like this drives me insane. I swear it really does. They got to figure out. If that's the right move. This is crazy, gang. It's your boy, Phantom Fuego. I'm going to take a quick break. This is his Ghetto Point of View. Please continue to like and share and subscribe to the show if you haven't done so already. If this is your first episode, thank you so much for listening and tuning in. Please share the show and tell a friend and tell a friend. Sundays and Wednesdays is when we get to it. You know how we do it. Like it's nothing to it. I'll be right back, gang. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, we back, in, we back, gang. As always, I got to say, man, I got the greatest audience in the world, and I really do appreciate all the time you guys take out to listen and rock out and vibe out all the amazing guests that y'all, you know, feel so, uh, give such a welcoming uh, feel when they rock, uh, they feel that they can express themselves and just talk, and uh, you know, they don't, you know, they don't really hold nothing back when they hear on His Got a Point of View, and I really appreciate it. Got some dope guests coming up in the next few days. Uh, you guys are gonna be really surprised and uh, thrilled. And uh, I appreciate the patience. I know I've been saying for the last few episodes that the summer's coming, but you know what? Everything going on uh, as this year has transitioned, um, the safest thing to do was to let a few of the guests, uh, let a few weeks settle, let dust, let the dust clear in some areas of the country where some of my guests are at. And um, yeah, take it from there. You know. I don't want to, you know, put too much on it. But, you know, it's wild things going on. (laughs) So, you know, we're just trying to make sure everybody's safe and sound, And that's the most important priority. um, So that when they do come on, they can be their unapologetically true selves. And, uh, yeah, we can just have a good time. And uh, shout out to my dude, Ohenny. I was actually on his podcast, The Podcast, uh, which is a, a subsidiary of The Smokes and Jokes production uh franchise he has going shout out to the smokes and jokes production team Uh, i was there with him uh it was uh joy sanchez uh aka the god is check her out a dope painter writer comedian actress um and also chris carr aka stonehenge partner hashnikovsky of brooklyn wildlife uh the brooklyn wildlife summer uh, music tour uh venue creator so it was it's dope, man. it's a good vibe. it's a really good vibe um can't really say enough about it, but uh yeah, I just I really appreciate it. It was a dope time. it was a good vibe. We had a nice, really great conversation, talked about a lot of dope things, a lot of dope topics uh, so definitely check that out uh when you get a second uh check out the podcast It comes on Friday nights. It's really dope, um you know. And uh you gotta listen to something when you're not listening to his a point of view, right? So check out the podcast. Also, uh Urban X. Uh Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, definitely. Uh so yeah. Mondays and Thursdays, Urban X, shout out to them. The great show. But Wednesdays and Sundays, you know, check out your boy, Santa Fuego, doing it how I do it. Doing it how I do it, doing it how I do it, doing it how, I do it. Doing it how do it so how was your guys weekend i hope you guys have been having you know at least somewhat of a decent week because stuff is absolutely interesting out here you know stuff is really getting spicy um yeah um and uh, more uh, coronavirus news. Uh, there's actually a report uh, in Forbes magazine that uh, there is uh, in D.C. area. They are offering free bags of marijuana when you get your COVID vaccine. You heard that right. Free bags of marijuana with your COVID vaccine. Uh, Forbes Article reports, cannabis advocates in Washington, D.C. are planning to offer a free bag of marijuana to those who receive a vaccine for COVID-19. The group, D.C. Marijuana Justice, announced this week. The free cannabis giveaway, dubbed Joints for Jabs, is being arranged to coincide with vaccine clinics expected to open in the nation's capital soon. The DCMJ wrote in a press release on Monday, the Joints for Jabs, with Joints for Jabs, the D.C.M.J. activists hope to highlight the need for further cannabis policy to ref- reform at the national and local level while bringing awareness to the importance of equitable distribution of the COVID-19 vaccine. Once local health officials begin offering vaccines to the general public, dozens of home cannabis cultivators will celebrate the occasion by handing out free bags of marijuana outside vaccination centers. What? Dozens of home cannabis cultivators? So y'all going to be paying like the hustlers on the block to do this? <laughs> That's crazy. Locations and times of Joints for Jabs giveaways will be announced after DCMJ has more information about local vaccination sites. This is insane. I had never thought I'd be reading an article like this, a hearing this is crazy, guys. Are we, we are looking for ways to safely celebrate the end of the pandemic. And we know nothing brings people together like cannabis, said Nicholas Schiller, the group's co-founder. DCMJ believes that cannabis should be consumed safely and responsibly. And the pandemic has made this incredibly difficult for many adults to share their homegrown cannabis. Uh, Again, I can't even believe I'm reading this. (laughs) What? When enough adults are inoculated with the coronavirus, it will be time to celebrate. Not just the end of the pandemic, but the beginning of the end of cannabis prohibition in the United States. A teachable. Oh, man, I'm seeing the switch rule. Like, so first it was vote a certain way and you'll get money. Now it's get a shot and you'll get weed. This is crazy. This is this is really crazy. A teachable moment for pot people. Adam. Adam. Ettinger, another DCMJ co-founder, said that he hopes that the marijuana give a raise increased traffic to the city's vaccination centers. He would also like to see Joints for Jabs serve as an educational opportunity for those unconvinced of the medical value of marijuana, as well as members of the cannabis community, many of whom are skeptical of today's medicines. If you believe in science that supports medical cannabis, you should believe the science that supports the efficacy of the vaccine. And as you're told, I I don't know if that is true, but I respect him for trying to throw that in there and trying to correlate the two. One is a natural substance, which of course has been cultivated and changed for potency over time, but one is a literally a leaf that you can grow in your house versus the other, which is a shot of medicine, which literally... Uh, some some companies' versions of it is being created with the with the replicated fetal tissue of the, of aborted children. How can those be the same thing? My marijuana does not have aborted children, it's fetal tissue in it. It just doesn't. If it does, we need to have a serious conversation. <laughs> I need to have a serious conversation with my dispensary if my marijuana has aborted kid fetal tissue in it. Not even. <laughs> like what? 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 Oh, man. Local cannabis growers have already pledged three pounds of marijuana for the giveaways, and organizers are hoping to have amassed five pounds of pot by the time the event begins. They are really going to give away five pounds of weed and joints. This is crazy. The group. Will also be offering cannabis seeds named Grosso's Green in honor of the marijuana patient activist and former DC council member David Grosso who left the city. They're really going to let you <sighs> guys I don't I don't know if I'm a fan of this. I'm a big fan of, you know, marijuana being legal and all of the positive benefits of cannabis. But this is when I when I get it for a shot, nah, I'd rather go pay for some. I think it's totally cool to have a strain of marijuana named for him. Grosso said uh, inauguration weed giveaway postponed plans for a DCMJ marijuana giveaway to be held in honor of the inauguration of president elect Joe Biden have been put on hold until more people have been vaccinated and the coronavirus pandemics being brought under control. In 2017, the group handed out thousands of joints during the inauguration of the now outgoing president and a gesture that Eden Edinger characterized As an olive branch to Trump supporters, DCMJ hopes to reschedule the event for July when a public inaugural celebration is reportedly being planned for the National Mall in place of the traditional January festivities. This year, however, activists will be passing out bags of loose marijuana instead of joints, many of which were fired up immediately last time around in violation of local laws. Mixing the joints is is also an effort to make the giveaway more hygienic. Four years ago, we handed out over 10,000 joints and we licked those joints. Today, we think that's an issue. (laughs) I would have thought that was an issue back then. God damn it. They probably didn't lick the joints. They're probably just lying. There are machines that are available that will wrap several joints that will create several joints for you and then literally all you have to do is twist the tops and there are also some machines that will even do that part of it for you as well. And if they're really that type of a serious marijuana company or even serious home growers, they have access to all these machines. So don't let these people lie to you. A history of creative and effective activism. DCMJ was founded in 2013, leading to the drafting of an ordinance to legalize possession and cultivation of cannabis by adults the following year. The group, was, the group has continued to advocate for cannabis policy reform through a variety of community creative demonstrations, including the deployment of giant inflatable faux joints more than 50 feet long at the Capitol, White House, and the 2016 Democratic National Convention in Philadelphia. The group is now advocating for Senate passage of the Moore Act, a landmark bill that would legalize marijuana at the federal level that was approved by the House of Representatives last month. While no legislation is perfect, the Moore Act addresses many demands that the D.C. Marijuana Justice that D.C. marijuana justice has been making for years, Edinger said in Monday's statement from the group. We asked President Obama and Trump and are now asking President-elect Biden to take executive action on cannabis reform within the first 100 days. Very interesting read. Uh, Dope article from Forbes. But uh, I'll pass on the Joints for Jabs initiative. If you you need your... you need a J that bad actually ask, ask just actually dealer to let you hold a J, man <laughs> oh man you know if you was going to get the jab anyway and you're in the maryland area then why not go when they giving out joints fine that's your personal business but if you had no intention of going and oh you need some weed real bad first of all how you even know the weed they're gonna give you is good they might just give you cbd you you have no idea. You have no idea. You have no idea. But I'm I'm listen. I'm sure they'll have some decent, cultivated strains out there that they'll pop out for the event. But oh man, this is this is crazy. This is crazy, and this is just his ghetto point of view. You know, this is where you get the news, views, previews, and reviews with a twist of his ghetto point of view. Ooh 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 ooh. ooh. Ooh, this is crazy. That's just, man, (laughs) I just don't know what to say about that. You know, I really don't know what to say about that. That's just interesting. Just very, very, very interesting. And uh, unfortunately, a more, uh, news about the shots general uh ladies and gents uh Fox 32 Chicago reports that a healthcare worker passed away uh shortly after receiving the second dose of the vaccine uh uh, uh OC healthcare worker dies after receiving second COVID vaccine shot officials cause of death pending uh Santa Ana Okay, so an Orange County healthcare worker has died days after receiving his second dose of Pfizer's coronavirus vaccine. It was reported Tuesday. The, coron- the coroner has said that the cause of death is inconclusive for now, and further to- t- toxicology testing will take months. Tim Zook, 60, worked as an x-ray technologist at South Coastal- Coast Global Medical Center in Santa Ana. On January 5th, Zook posted a photo of his COVID-19 vaccination card with the caption, Never been so excited to get a shot before. I am now fully vaccinated after receiving my second Pfizer dose. Yeah. Just two hours after receiving his second dose, he started experiencing abdominal pain and breathing difficulties all. His health spiraled downward, and he died four days later. (sighs) Man. That is not. The doctors believe that his body reacted to something after he took the vaccine and they called it an inflammatory reaction, said his wife of 27 years, Rochelle. It was so intense that it started attacking major organs and he never had a chance to recover. His family said he had high blood pressure and was slightly overweight, but other than that, he was quite healthy. Zuck's wife said her husband was a proponent of the vaccine and that she does not blame any pharmaceutical company. He believes in vaccines. I'm sure he would take the vaccine again and he'd want the public to take it. She said, "Mm, I don't know if she should speak for a dead man. I don't know if a man would choose dying or taking a vaccine. Uh, I don't know. You know, I'm just saying personally, if it was me, if if I had to make that choice again, there's no way I would be choosing to take a vaccine again, knowing it could kill me. I, I'm i just allegedly, allegedly or something in correlation to it around that time killed me. I died with this in my system. However you want to say it, God damn it. <laughs> she said she believes there's n- there needs to be more research done in cases of severe reactions to the vaccines because although they are rare they can be fatal in some cases despite their tragic loss the zook family believes people still need to be vaccinated the message is take the vaccine because it's far greater to die from covid than to die from the result of a vaccine what no no time out hold on let's let's examine this <laughs> I'm not even going. First of all, my condolences to the Zook family. I'm not gonna play with this lady or her husband right now. I'm definitely not finna do that. But I really gotta ask some serious questions. Like, what do you mean? The message is take the vaccine because it is far more greater to die from COVID than to die from the result of a No. I thought dying was dying now people can say if i die at 92 or 93 like sicily tyson r.i.p to the legend versus dying at 41 like kobe i will have lived a longer probably more full life full of much more experiences that that 50 additional years would afford me so in that case I would want Cicely Tyson's outlook or oh, as close to it as I could get over, over a Kobe's if I had to choose without question. But to say dying from the COVID virus is greater, far worse than dying from a shot associated with trying to prevent me from getting the COVID virus, ah, it's both COVID. How can one be worse? How can one be worse? How can one of those be worse than the other? I just really need to know. I have no idea how either one of those can be worse. It's crazy to even think one of those could be worse than the other. Zook's deaths have been reported to the National Vaccine Adverse Reporting System. The article continues, run by the Food and Drug Administration and Centers for Disease Control. The Orange County Coroner's office told Fox 11 that if there's any correlation between his death and the vaccine, it will notify the OC Healthcare Agency. We need to continue the investigations and see what this gentleman passed away from, said Dr. Nathan Newman, the lead physician at Santa Monica Urgent Care. You don't know what this man passed away from? Are we going to play that game? We going to play that game? Really, 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 I don't know why we're going to do that. I don't think we need to take the time to play this game. We clearly know that this man had some type of complication and correlation with this jab dose. Allegedly. He's taken both doses of the Pfizer vaccine and says serious problems are extremely rare. People are worried. They're afraid. But I think they should be reassured that studies were done with tens of thousands of people. Very few serious reactions occurred. And the benefit of receiving the vaccination far outweighs any of the risks that we're seeing, said Newman. But you see, what people don't talk about in this, let's talk about the the people that were used in said these tens of thousands of people that were using these said trials generally speaking you have to be of a particular level of health to be used in a trial like you're not really joe average person average 40 50 60 year old medical doctor who you know may eat a steak every now and again has put on a few pounds drinks a lot of red wine with his fish uh drink you know Hasn't been to the gym as much, you know, because her and her husband, you know, in a, you know, sightseeing and, and hitting the yachts, you know, um, so a lot of these doctors are not really like the superhumans that they would use for the trials. And when I say that, like you damn near got to be Captain America after he took the shots after the shots to be in these trials, you got to be extremely fit. You can't have ever vaped. You can't, you know what I mean? You got to have a low fat index. You got to be really in good shape. You you got to have very pristine health records and they run extremely rigorous tests on you before they finally decide if they're going to use you for a lot of these trials. And the COVID vaccine trial was no different for a lot of the Subjects that were used in many of the trials is from my understanding. So these extremely healthy people may not have had all of the adverse reactions that somebody in less shape, somebody less, less healthy, somebody with more comorbidities, somebody with additional health problems, somebody with other alert allergies may have. And they go and play like they don't know that. But now they slowly trickling out. Oh, if you have allergies, you shouldn't take it. Or oh, this doctor had a lot of allergies. that. So if y'all know these things, if you know that the people y'all did the trials on were damn near superhuman and didn't have allergies, you know, wouldn't wouldn't be susceptible to a bad reaction like regular people in standard society, the millions more of us that exist and had have some type of ailment. Bothering us? Why? Just why? Why do it? Why go forward with it? And now say there's these new variations and new strains, and now we're gonna have to possibly retwink it. So you telling me people could take this shot, and then possibly have to take another shot to deal with the additional strains? This is crazy, guys. Where, where does this end? Where does this end? Like, I mean, I'm not trying to sound cynical or anything, but just tell me where does this end? Where, where do we go with this? How far does this go? How, how much of this do we tolerate? Where do we take this? Article continues, there are multiple local, state, and federal agencies actively investigating this case, and reports surrounding the, case the cause of death are premature pending the outcome of the investigation. The Placer County chef. Covering a division said in a statement, the CDC has released information after learning of severe allergic reactions in some cases to COVID-19 and recommends a person if a person has ever had a severe reaction to any ingredient in a COVID-19 vaccine, they should not get that specific vaccine. What? But if what if you've never had those ingredients in your body? before so you don't know if you'll have a reaction to it you've never had like your genetics a genetic test done where you could be like oh well they could be like oh yeah well you'll have a you you, you'd be allergic to this or that or this or that So they can run those tests for you but if you've never had a reason to get such a test ran how would you know if they have particular medical ingredients in there that you're not aware that you have a a reaction to or an allergic that you would be allergic to and then this happens I mean that the the risk of error is so high in this situation is it worth it Article continues, this does not mean that everyone with bad allergies is barred from getting it. The CDC recommends that people with a history of severe allergic reactions not related to the vaccines or injectable medications, such as allergies to food, pet, venom, environmental, or latex, may still get vaccinated. People with a history of allergies to oral medications or a family history of severe allergic reactions, or who might have a milder severe reaction, no anaphylaxis, may also still get vaccinated why would i want to have any type of reaction to this this is crazy gang oh this is crazy this is crazy this is crazy i don't this is this really don't make no sense this really Switching, switching in other news, gang. Uh, Nikki Minaj says that the reason that her and Kendrick have never gotten on a track together is because, in her words, Kendrick don't want the smoke. Kendrick would get bodied. She would give Kendrick the business, and you know Kendrick don't want no parts of her lyrically on a song. Though so I don't understand how somebody who allegedly doesn't even write all their own stuff. Could be out here talking crazy like this about going ball for ball with somebody who we know puts the pad to work, but you know, people gonna talk. But uh, according to Billboard, Nicki Minaj feels that uh, Kendrick Lamar don't want no static, no smoke with her. Uh, he don't want to get washed. Is uh, what she said. In uh, a billboard news report. I think Nicki Minaj has lost her mind. I think Nicki Minaj has lost her mind. I think Nicki Minaj has lost lost her mind. Lost her mind. Lost her mind. Lost her mind. She has lost her mind. She has lost her mind. Oh, she has lost her mind. Lost her mind. Wow, 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 wow. In a revolt revolt.tv article, Nicki Minaj reveals why she never worked with Kendrick Lamar. And Nicki. Nicki Minaj just wrapped up the first Queen radio of the new year, and as per usual, the Queen showed a lot of love to her barbs. Minaj called a few few lucky fans up during the radio show, and they were given a chance to ask her questions and win Fendi clothing, merchandise, or a trip to Queen radio in the future. One of those fans asked Nicki Minaj why she hasn't collaborated with Kendrick Lamar yet. Minaj jokingly replied, he don't want to get washed on a record. Mm -mm -mm. she goes on to say that she respects his craft and hopes that they get to collaborate in the near future i'm looking forward to collaborating with him one day hopefully because he's animated and i like the animation and all that stuff he says but also he just respects the craft of rap at this time right now yeah that's all i'll say about that last friday february uh minaj released her new single, Yikes, uh, she says that she was pressured by her fans and the label to release the song after the snippet went viral online. The viral snippet caused Minaj to receive a little backlash over the lyrics about Rosa Parks. Alright, whatever. So, she is bugging. I don't think she knows who the hell Kendrick Lamar is. And uh, I think she really needs to, as they say on the streets, get your life, bobo. Get your life, bobo. Get your life. Get your life, bobo. Get your life, bobo. Get your life together, boo. Get your life. 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 Dang, I love y'all so much. Thank y'all for rocking the Bible with me. Please make sure to continue to donate because y'all really, really, really don't understand how much I appreciate everybody who's donated. Um, thank you for supporting. Every every dollar helps, no matter how big a how small the donation. You guys have no idea how much it helps me to keep moving forward and keep this thing, this train going, and uh, stomping into the next generation and beyond. Um, PayPal dot slash Phantom Fuego P H A N T M P H U E G O all one word. So that's PayPal dot me forward slash Phantom Fuego. Also on Venmo. It is phantom-fuego-42, phantom-fuego-42, the dash, the line right in the middle of the word, everything lowercase, uh, phantom-fuego-42, the number four, the number two, thank you guys so much, please continue to donate, every dollar helps, every dollar helps, every dollar helps, make sure to like, share, subscribe, turn on your notifications on whichever platform you want. Thank you to the people at uh, Google, the people at Apple, the people at S- Spotify, and of course, of course, of course, the people over at Anchor, people over at Overcast, the people over at Radio Republic. Uh, I really, really couldn't do what I do without y'all amazing platforms allowing me to get up here and rock and get to it. It's been such an amazing grind so far, and I'm only looking forward to this journey, continuing to rock, vibe, expand, and grow. Keep your heads up, keep your heads on a swivel. With those out here on the East Coast, stay warm, stay bundled up. A noise is coming through. It's gonna be snowy, snowy, snowy. Uh, those all around the world, please stay safe, stay warm, stay blessed, stay cozy, stay, stay, keep your guard up, keep your, you know, keep your tin chucked, keep stay ready to swing at all times. And uh stay ready to love and stay ready to embrace and stay ready to hold somebody close at all times too. It's the balance, It's the yin and yang that makes us wonderful. Makes us amazing. Makes us who we are. I'm out of here. It's your boy, Phantom Fuego. I will see you guys on Wednesday. Y'all have a great day. Blessings. Take care. Enjoy yourselves. Love. One.